Welcome to A Second Helping with Allison Bartow, a wedding photography podcast with a focus on second shooting. Welcome back to another episode of Save, Delete, Dodge, and Burn, my wedding recap show. And on this episode, we are actually going to be recapping a bar mitzvah. So it is Wednesday today. The bar mitzvah is on Saturday. It is Saturday night. I am scheduled to shoot from 6 to 11. And it is with a photographer that I've never worked with before. She, It's her studio. She will be there. And there are two of us that are second shooting. Now, the uh, original plan was that there would be 400 guests. But in her email to us today, she said that they're down to 250 guests. So they went from 400 to 250. So she is going, she said, going to come up with a plan to make sure that we're not like stepping over each other and just kind of duplicate shooting. So we'll see what she comes up with. And then she sent over today a, I want to say it was five pages, a really awesome general brief. And it had all of the Jewish terms, the religious terms for what everything is, like a whole glossary with all the definitions. And then she broke down what is important for her to have shot, how she wants things shot, like a general rule of thumb for when she's shooting bar and bat mitzvahs. So she broke it all down, um, you know, even down to it said on, you know, for food, we're not there for a long time. There is no special vendor meals. So typically uh, they eat off like the kids buffet or I think like hors d'oeuvres, but kind of discreetly. And so it was like, you know, again, it's kids food, so it's not super healthy. So make plans accordingly. And it's little things like that that are nice just so that you know ahead of time what the expectations are. And um, I always appreciate that. But really this whole breakdown of everything was really cool. And it was awesome because I shot a bar mitzvah. I was the third shooter for a bat mitzvah last year. And so that was great because it gave me the full immersion experience. So it was it was really funny though, because it was I was told you can stand here for the whole ceremony and you can't move. And so <laughs> I I had like one spot that I stood in the whole time and that's where I shot from. But it was great because I got to experience the whole, the ceremony and all of the traditions. And when I was reading over all of the paperwork today, it all made total sense to me because I was flashing back on that bat mitzvah from last year. And I think as helpful as that document is, it wouldn't have been nearly as meaningful if I hadn't been to one and shot it before. So that was great. I really appreciated that. And the communication with her has been really good all along. And I looked up the other guy that I'm second shooting with, and he looks like a really great photographer. So I'm looking forward to working with two people I haven't worked with before. I am also scheduled to shoot, I think it's another wedding, but it could be another event with her, the main shooter in a few weeks. So this will be nice to get to know her. So I have to look at the weather. I think it's going to be good. It's at Mulan in Philadelphia. It is like a wedding site, wedding venue. And like I said, it's from 6 to 11. She said to be on standby, like she'll let me know if they need me any earlier. I, I'm anticipating not only because it seems like we're going to be heavy on photo coverage with only 250 guests. But I guess if the agenda changes and they have to move things up, then 
that would impact that. So stay tuned and I will be catching you up. on 202 on my way to Mulan in Philly and we have Max's bar mitzvah coming up. I am really excited for this party so I hope I don't disappoint myself with my high expectations. I think I'm just excited. I enjoyed the bat mitzvah that I photographed before and it was my first time ever being at one I guess. Yeah and it was really moving just seeing all of the relatives and the friends and like the rite of passage and the tradition and how important it was and just the love. And I just am a sucker for traditions and seeing people. Oh God, sorry, two cars on 202, almost collided. Um, seeing people that are just in those moments and it was such a party. Although I'm thinking back on it, when I photographed the first one, the only one, it was shortly after COVID. So it was like masks the whole time. Um, so it'll be nice not to be wearing a mask the whole time. I have not received an agenda. So uh, the woman I'm working for, I've never worked with before. She had sent over all of the detailed information about the um, what everything meant and how it works during a bar mitzvah. I am just, to the best of my knowledge, only photographing the party afterwards. So I think a lot of that won't be as relevant to me this time. I do want to reread the part because she has talks about like the introductions and some of that. So there were some specific instructions from her. I've never worked with her. She said a couple days ago she would send over the agreement and then get us the agenda so I got the agreement last night but it was while I was at the wedding so I signed it this morning at like 7 and um, I didn't get the signed copy back from her and I haven't seen the agenda so I think it'll be fine um, I will be there early right now my directions have been getting there an hour before my scheduled start time so I'll have plenty of time and I just saw on her Instagram, she posted a photo of Max talking about his bar mitzvah. So it looks like she's been shooting all day. So I figure when I see her, I'll get the rundown. I would think she might be a little bit tired. But it is a gorgeous day. It is currently 4.30 and it's 75 degrees and it's just a really nice day. So I'm excited for this. I think it's fun shooting a party. I know it's a really important day, but it feels like the pressure is just a little bit different with a wedding, it's just, um, it just feels different, the pressure of a wedding. With the bar mitzvah, this is where there are three shooters. The really important religious ceremony portion of it has already happened. So this is the party, and there are definitely parts that you want to be documenting, but it's also just like the easier part of a wedding. It's the reception. Um, everyone's letting their hair down and dancing and having a good time. So. I'm just excited for it and I'm excited to just see like what their setup is because they can be a little bit over the top. And I think I mentioned she had said earlier that there were supposed to be 400 guests and there are only 250. So I don't know if there's a story behind that because that's kind of a big drop. Um, 
I'm excited to check out this venue, Mulan. It looks like it's near Maniunk outside of Philly. So that's where we are. I will check in after the party. All right. It is post bar mitzvah. Um, it is 1140. I am in going 20 miles an hour on 76. It was a great bar mitzvah. Uh, I really liked working with Jackie. It was the first time I met her and she does a lot of bar and bat mitzvahs, but overall she was, um, just like really straightforward and take charge, which I like because I just feel like with people like that, like what you see is what you get and you know kind of where you stand with them. So I like that. And she just took control of everything. Um, we were shooting nonstop. I got there. It was like 45 minutes early, um, which is nice. Cause then I was able to just like get everything gathered up in the car, format my memory cards, um, you know, sync up the time, leisurely go in, set up light stands and not be rushed. They were there shooting like family portraits in the very front. Um, the space was really nice. It was fun. It was a lot more, I don't want to say casual, but it was like artsy compared to the other bar mitzvah I, I had done that was a little bit like it just real that one felt like a very high end wedding. This also could have been a wedding, but it had more of like a fun vibe to it. Uh, the colors were orange and blue and it was like a snowboarding slash surf theme. Um, so everything was orange and blue. His, uh, aunt had done like all of the planning with the mom. And she really just, it was a really nice execution, but it just had like a really fun, young, hip vibe to it, as opposed to like just very serious, formal. And the kids were really nice. The family was super nice. Everybody was nice. Um, the boy was just very nice and well-behaved and just seemed appreciative. And his younger sister, I don't know how old she was because she's little, she had braces, but she had such a presence about her and was just so like well-mannered and mature and polite and everything. So she was great. And my God, these kids can dance. I mean, these little, little girls know like all of these dance moves, like the choreographed dances to these songs. So, um, I was just blown away. Um, there were, I, I saw up to table 26, so I don't know how many total tables there were but it was a big party and they had really tall, the centerpieces had like huge calla lilies, the large ones, and then snowboards on them. Um, and the mom was so sweet. I was like, Oh, I love the centerpieces. And she right away, she was like, and I trash picked all of those snowboards. So I was like, well, I'm impressed. I would like to have asked more questions, but it didn't seem like the time or the place. Did she trash pick them all at once? Or was she just a really prolific snowboarder? snowboard trash picker and did it on multiple occasions. And if so, where? Cause they were like Burton snowboards. Um, 
And the family was so cute. They were all like in blue and orange, like totally the mom and the daughter had like very similar dresses on and the dad and the son each had like orange shirts and then uh, blue blazers. And I give them credit because they kept those blazers on the whole night. And it got a little bit warm in there with all of the dancing. I mean, these kids danced the entire night. And the other thing is it was like, uh, like I said, like an artsier venue. So it was a cement floor. So my feet are killing me. Um, but, and they just, I guess their kids, their feet don't hurt them the way ours do, but everyone just had a really good time. Um, I didn't notice any problems. It felt like there were 50 of us dressed in all black. There were three photographers, two videographers, like the entertainment slash dance crew. And then all of the, the cater, cater waiters, everyone was really nice. I didn't eat anything there until like the very end. I had like a small piece of dessert because I just needed something. Um, Oh, it was like, and yeah, there was like sailboats everywhere and it was just, it was really nice. They had, uh, the basketball hoops going, they had air hockey, they had cornhole. So the kids were having a blast and I was just like around. I'm like, I wonder how many bar and bat mitzvahs these kids have gone to. Cause it's like, they know the whole routine but they had a great time. And, um, as far as the photography of it, I felt like there were just light stands everywhere. But, um, when, as soon as I got there, I set up my light stands just so that I had them up. And then it was just a matter of like moving them versus once things had gotten underway, trying to like set anything up. So I had four set up. I had two big main ones that I used the majority of the night. And then I had like a smaller one with the two main ones had AD 200 Godox flashes, and then the smaller one just had like a V1 on it. And then I had like my really small one there that I didn't have the flash turned on, just like in case I needed to like navigate around. Um, and that worked. And then I had an on-camera flash the whole night and just bouncing it so that I had all of the dancers, you know, well lit, just because it didn't seem like the time to have like super artsy lighting. So it went well. My concern would be overall the culling, how many throwaway shots I have because it was just so fast paced that I was constantly adjusting the power on my on-camera flash. So I knew some were like overexposed because I'd be shooting and the lighting would be perfect and someone would be like 10, 15 feet away and then I would turn and someone would be right there and I would shoot and it would just be like way too strong. So then I would dial it down and I wish I could just delete those, but I'm afraid to delete them while I'm shooting because that's how you, as far as I know, that's how you can go ahead and corrupt a card, which I wouldn't want to happen. Um, but it still sucks having like crappy photos in there that the photographer's gonna have to go through and delete. Um, I feel like more were in focus. I was shooting like six, three, seven, one, eight. So I think that helps because it is dark and it's harder for, as we all know, for the mirrorless to grab focus but we were mostly once the reception portion started at seven we were just on the dance floor the majority of the night um so yeah i want to go through them and just see how how many junk ones there are and then also it's dancing so it's like as always there's like a great shot and then like a limb comes through the frame so that's trash and then you have to fire like five 
fire off five to get like one good one. So there's just so many trash, so many trash images in there. Um, so I have to look, I, we shot a lot. I mean, cause it was four hours of dancing and like I said, everyone had a really good time. So I'll go through them and see. I would say that that was my biggest concern. I mean, I was shooting nonstop, so it wasn't like there would be any issues with that, but I just, I'm hoping that like the quality was good. I didn't have a chance to really do anything like creative or, you know, unique because it was just capturing whatever was happening. So, so that's that. All right, I'm gonna head on home and I will check in later. I am back for the last portion of this recap. So I went through the photos and I took, did I take 2,305 photos and that was 461 an hour, which is a lot, but it's kind of in line with what I normally see when I'm shooting a wedding where it's like a lot of it is reception. So there was just so much dancing. So I feel like that's in line. Um, I'm okay with that. So after looking and going through all the pictures, I would say what went well is the lighting, the off-camera flash came out better than I thought it was while I was shooting. So <clears throat> I'd mentioned I had three off-camera flashes and then one on-camera flash that I was using the mag bounce with. And I like it. I think they're good. The venue space in the beginning of the evening, it was two of the walls were windows. So just like a wall of windows on the corner. So um, two sides that came together in the corner there. So for the beginning of the evening, there was a lot of natural light coming in. So that was nice. And then we were adding to it. And then as the evening went on and the sunset, we didn't have that natural light coming in. But it worked out because we had that natural light for a little bit of the speeches in the very beginning. And then it's with the family during the portion, the tradition with lighting the candle and calling up important people in his life. So as it went on, then I'm really happy with the lighting, the combination of the off-camera flash and the bounce, because with the kids, I feel like the subjects that were dancing were lit really well. So I'm actually happy with that. The other thing that went really well was I feel like the focus, um, I'm having better results with more things being in focus. So I'm just constantly working on that because it's a lot. Everyone complains about the Nikon, like the Z6 II and the Z the 7 II and focusing on low light. So I just keep working on that. I haven't tried turning off the viewfinder, the live viewfinder. So I might experiment with that. But um, I was happy with the number of shots that were in focus compared to it was a much smaller number that were kind of out of focus. So that went well. Um, things that didn't go well. I can't think of there's not too much. I mean, you're just always going to have a lot of images that get tossed when it's dancing. Um, I feel like something else that did go well was um, when it was like mass chaos on the dance floor. So in the very beginning too, when like everyone's on the dance floor, 
the number of shots of like the family and getting them in focus was good. My timing was good. Um, you know, cause you're, especially when you're dealing with a family of four that are like in a huddle and rotating. So just timing that came out well. Um, other things that I would say didn't go well. I can't think of anything else right now. Um, it's a lot of dancing. The photographer, um, haven't heard anything negative from her. So that's good. And I didn't see anything wild that I was not expecting in the photos. So things that I want to continue to do more of, I think just continuing to hone in on getting exactly what what I want from the flash. Um, I did a little bit of creative work with like the longer exposures with like a little bit of light trails, but then flashing the subject in the center and having them in focus. Although when I was experimenting with it a lot, it was during the Coke Pepsi game where they're just like two lines of kids running into each other. And I kept trying to get um, the host, the party, you know, the boy who's um, it was in honor of, I was trying to capture him and it was probably the worst time to do that because it was just so many kids um, and then they would block him. So I should try that again when it's not as chaotic of a time. Um, But I did get a few and I feel like there were a couple in there that came out the way that I wanted that might be a nice addition to the gallery um, because it's not just all the stop action in there. I think moving forward, I would like to try a little bit more with like um, a slower shutter speed in addition to freezing the subject, but having the background lights in blur. So just maybe a creative way. But when you're second shooting for someone, you want to make sure that I feel like I want to make sure that I'm not doing too much of that experimenting or at least when it's like a really important time of the night, not to go off, off course there. And then I always look back and think, Oh, I should have done something else with like a mirror and reflections and all that. But in the moment, I always just feel like I have a task at hand and I need to be sticking to that. So I might try to next time go in and, you know, just think of times where it's like in between events where it would make the most sense to do a little bit of that to add some variety in there. Uh, the other thing would be the um, family speeches. And when they were calling people up, I was staying really close to the videographer. And I was thinking, you know what, next time, maybe I should go somewhere else to get a different angle. But my concern is that when people see someone else taking photos, specifically a second shooter, when they see someone else taking photos, then you've got some people looking at you and not at the lead photographer. So I try to like, point to her or just say, hey, look at her. And I worry that if I'm like, too far off, like that could get weird if I really have people that looking in different directions. Or maybe if I'm further far enough away, they don't even notice me as much. So I have to be cognizant of that. Um, And also just maybe checking in with the lead photographer to be like, hey, do you even need these second angles right now? Or maybe I will make an effort to just try to get like the audience and and shoot that way. Um, So I want to do a little bit more of that. Things that I want to do less of. I don't know that I have anything right now with this. I really, I'm, I'm happy with how they came out. Um, I, got low, I got high. Um, you might, I might need to get a little bit higher. There were, you know, you always end up with those limbs in, in the foreground, um, in the dancing photos. So I think maybe just trying to go higher with that to crop, crop those people out. Um, but that was it. I mean, it was a really fun group. They had great energy all night. So I feel like you can really feel that in the photos and I'm hoping 
that the photographer and the family is super happy. Um, I've had other communications with the photographer that I was working for, and she's been great. So um, we have another, I think it's another bar mitzvah. I don't think it's a bat mitzvah. It's a bar mitzvah coming up. And it's actually at the same venue that the only other bat mitzvah I did was at for the reception. So that's kind of cool. And when I shot there before, it was pouring rain. So it was dark and raining. So I barely got to check it out. So I'm kind of excited to shoot there again. And I'm hoping we have better weather. And I'm also really excited to see how different it is. Because this one, I think I'd mentioned before too, was like a very high-end wedding feel. It was very, very nice. There were all these elevated centerpieces. So I'll be curious to see what this other family does at the same venue. Um, But I think that's it. I have to say, like, I was pleasantly surprised just overall, because there was so much going on with all the kids running around and all of that. But I feel like the off-camera flash is really coming together. And um, I want to continue just getting my light stands out because, I don't know, the worst case scenario is you just turn those flashes off and you don't use them. But there's nothing worse than shooting and saying, oh, I wish I had more flashes or I wish I'd put up more flashes. So once they're up, it's easy enough to move them around. So I have to continue to do that. So that might be my do less of, be less um, intimidated to throw light stands up. So I'd, I'd mentioned before, it felt like there were 50 people dressed in all blocks. We had photographers and videographers and then all of the dance crew. So, um, you know, what's one or two more light stands when you have a dozen already up? So I think that's it. So thanks for tuning in again to Save, Delete, Dodge and Burn and tune in to our next episode and have a great day. 